Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to Seggy Station. It's the man that's nickname was I'd say with no shame. Wednesday, September 15, 2021. Hope all is well out there, everybody. Hope everyone's staying safe. Hope everyone's doing better than I am today. But I'm fired up to be here. Finally talking some sports. Rich Hot Takes Letty coming through to do so with me. Got a bunch of sports topics to get to in the sports world today, particularly week one in the NFL. Tons of overreactions and plenty to discuss after a full slate of games Sunday, Monday, and starting on Thursday night. NBA just 32 days away, and there's some headlines across the association that I wanted to touch on with my NBA phenom, Rich. Always good having him come through the podcast. Appreciate the love and support he shows for the podcast and coming through and talking some sports with me. Means a lot. Looking forward to doing that with him today. Want to touch on... A little bit of college football, trying to catch up on about two weeks of sports. It seems like everything kind of flowing in the sports world, nonstop news, headlines, obviously games and injuries, great stories, sad stories, never seems to be coming to a halt. At this point, sports means a lot to a lot of different people, means a lot to me. Haven't been able to do my podcast as much. Been following along with the sports as much as I can. I'm looking forward to coming in and touching on some of the takes I had this past week. Shout out to my guy Chu. Who got a W this past Sunday over my New York football giants. It was pathetic to say the least. Couldn't say I wasn't expecting to see something of that regard it's been a long time since the Giants have been good I saw a stat yesterday that kind of had me sick to my stomach since 2017 31 of 32 teams have had at some point either a 500 or a winning record the only team not to have that on their resume is the New York football Giants but I'm not panicking yet. Maybe I'll be panicking tomorrow as the New York football giants will take on the Washington football team. Thursday night football sports. They're popping off. You're listening to Seggy Station Podcast. Appreciate all love and support for it as always. You can follow along on my Instagram or Twitter page. Also got a live version up on my Twitch stream. It's underscore Seggy underscore G. And as always, still got the podcast out on Spotify, Podbean, a few other platforms. Hopefully you get your podcast there. Right now it's time for Straight Talk. Brought to you by Seggy Straight Talk Microphone. It's always direct. Time to reflect. Fired up to be back here today. Went to get my oil change and my tires rotated. Dropped my car off at 7.50 this morning and got done at 11.50. That's the type of luck I have, not only in general, but when it seems to come to sports. But I was right about a few things this past week. Looking forward to doing a little Seggy right, Seggy wrong today as well. Enjoy the show. Figured a lot of people would listen to my pod or checking in on my pod would figure I'd start with the NFL. I uh, figured I'd start with the New York football giants. Yeah, of course, it's been pretty tough. Uh, plenty of people coming up to me, my friends messaging me, whatever it is, basically. Going into how it must be pretty tough, no shit. Um, you know, I can't even really put it into words. I started off the podcast, uh, not here on the Twitch, but... I'm a made recording with a stat that I saw yesterday, basically saying that since 2017, 31 of 32 teams 
have at least some point held a 500 or above 500 record. Um, the only team that has not done so during that time span is the New York Football Giants. Uh, basically, we're now coming up on, I don't know, five years, half a decade uh, without a winning record. And obviously it comes a little bit down to Eli and Daniel Jones and we can get into that. Eli being on the back end, Daniel Jones now taking over in his third season, Dave Gettleman in his fourth season as GM. But I think I could just throw any and all that stuff to the side for a second. I wanted to touch on some college football. I did want to touch on where Segi is right, where Segi was wrong, some NFL. But I did want to touch on something beforehand because I just keep seeing all these stories in sports. I see all the Basketball Hall of Fame. I'm trying to catch up on so much sports. I see the Basketball Hall of Fame enshrinements. I see tennis and the U.S. Open with the uh, Lila Fernandez, who was 18. She lost, but she went up against somebody who was 19. I saw uh, Djokovic go down to a guy who won his first ever major. Um, I see Will Zalatoris this week, uh, the first and only PGA Tour player to be named Rookie of the Year without a PGA Tour card. Um, the only player to receive award without a PGA Tour card. Um, and then I see, obviously, the NFL. I'm watching week one of the NFL. I'm watching college football. I'm waiting for the NBA to come back. I'm checking in on some of the NBA stories, seeing that there's now sources saying that eight Saints uh, personnel, six coaches, one player, and one nutritionist have tested positive for COVID in our jeopardy for this weekend's, obviously, uh, game this Sunday coming up here as it comes up very quick. Um, I saw the NBA comes out and says that it will not mandate vaccines for its players, but I talked a little bit about it with Rich uh, mandating the vaccine for coaches, referees, a lot of people that want to attend games. I saw you have to get a vaccine if you want to go to a Buffalo Bills game. Uh, that's not necessarily uh, necessary if you're going to a Giants game, but who knows, it could be the case very soon. I'll be receiving my second dose vaccination tomorrow, 6 p.m. I had to change it because I got to work a little later than I thought. Been working a bunch, had a day off today, first one in about a week and a half. Dropped my car off, 7.50 to get an oil change, and my tires rotated, 11.50 is when I got to drive it home. Needed a part, part went to the wrong place. Long story short, time is everything. How you use your time, how you spend your time, and what you do with your time. A lot of people, I think it's funny how they use this essence of time. Uh, just with everything kind of going on this past week, 9-11, sports related, um, all these stories with the NFL as well and all these great things back for sports fans. There's a lot of tough things still going on. Um, tough things that necessarily aren't sports related but are brought up in the sports world. And I think in general, a lot of people, myself included, want to sweep that stuff under the rug, want to enjoy sports, want to enjoy the good things of sports, push the bad things away, want to enjoy the fact that sports are usually bringing good vibes or plenty of entertainment, excitement. I see gambling is through the roof. I see NFL ratings are through the roof. I mean, this is something that provides a lot to a lot of people. 
And with everything else going on simultaneously, now that sports are back, full stadiums are back and pumping. And yeah, it's 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 awesome to see. I mean, I'm not I'm not knocking the fact that this is what's going on, but I just do think it is crazy the disconnect between where everyone's at with this entire thing. Sports in general, too. Sports head, sports guy like me. Not everyone wants to listen to a guy talk about sports. Not everyone wants to listen to a guy in general talk about anything. But I think more people need to listen. I think more people need to admit, oh, well, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I am doing something that I can do better, or I can be better, and I can improve on. Um, I see so many times uh, just the disrespect, not only given towards myself, uh, you know, a lot of the times, I think it's funny when I kind of put things into perspective. Of course, my blood's boiling as I'm waiting for my car for four hours and my only day off. But it's like, it's not this guy's fault. And at the end of the day, I'm not going to be a total dick about it. You'll have plenty of people that will be a total dick about it. I'll give you a perfect example. I know I'm on a rant now. But I'm waiting for Rich, and I did want to touch on some where Segu was right and where Segu was wrong. And basically, my whole rant on this whole beginning of kind of trying to figure things out is like, I don't even know what the hell is going on anymore. Like, it's actually wild to me to kind of see everything that's going on, not only in sports, trying to keep up with that, trying to keep up what's going on all across the, the nation with COVID, trying to keep up what's going on with everyone that you're connected with, trying to stay connected, trying to meet new people, trying to not just be stuck. And it's, it's just crazy when you put into perspective a lot of that and you're doing that by yourself. You're doing that alone with not a lot of people and trying to figure that out on your own. And I, I see all these like cliche things. I see a lot of people saying cliche stuff. And uh, I've learned that, you know, a lot of the time you might end up having to say a lot of the cliche stuff. And for somebody that doesn't like any of that, it makes you kind of feel uncomfortable. Uh, you see it in sports with cliche takes. Um with everything else kind of going on and like I mentioned I feel like it's it's almost negative to a point where you just have to talk positive you just have to look out for things that are positive and for me that's sports um you know there's plenty of good stories in sports there's plenty of bad ones too I think we got to talk about all those and I think too much of the time right now I'm seeing just things with Chewy talked about on the podcast with COVID with the Red Sox. And yeah, dude, this is the thing. I don't want to see sports getting jammed up. I don't want to see people getting sick. But I see also a lot of people saying, well, we should just kind of go on with our lives. And I think we're kind of at that point, too. If you go and get your vaccine, that's kind of where you're going to be. And if you decide not to get your vaccine, well, then you're going to have to just do things differently. And that's just what's going to be for you. Um, it's just that it's just that every second thing where like today i'm in the gas station just picking up something and dude's talking about it to the attendant and being the fly on the wall you're right you just hear what's kind of people are saying like i'm not gonna say anything to to people i don't know that's what my podcast is for so you can kind of maybe if you want come on and listen to me and maybe take something from it maybe not but uh for me, I feel like I like to be a good example for not only people I spend time with, my friends, people that know me from work, people that listen to my podcast, uh, just going through it a little bit, kind of coming up from it a little bit, like being down so much that 
as you climb back towards the top, you kind of look around and see what you were doing when you were down. Uh, for me, it was I was podcasting. Now I'm like sticking with it because I do enjoy it. I love it. I'm not able to do it as much. Um, you know, I've lost some of the connections along the way because I haven't been doing it as much. Uh, I feel like I'm kind of not as good and coming in with all this stuff to talk about because I'm not doing it as much and there's so much going on so it makes it organized and I see all these great shows that I like kind of changing up along the way um, seeing all these Joy Taylor, Max Kellerman, seeing Maya Chara becoming the first black woman to officiate, officiate an NFL game um, and just sitting back just just dreaming and, and wishing and a lot of that is, I guess, not good for, in a sense, but I think in a way, um, it is inspiring to kind of see some of these stories. It's gotten me to a point where I am now, where I can say that I do have my own podcast, regardless of how many people are following, listening, checking in on it. Um, you know, I'm doing it. I've been doing it. I'm doing it for not only myself. Um, for my friends, anyone that enjoys and wants to listen into any of the stuff I'm doing and check in on me and, and, uh, learn a little bit more about me and where I'm at, not only with my sports takes, but in my life, cause I'm getting ready here in two months from today to leave my job that I've only known. Um, and that's been challenging for me. That's hard for me. And, uh, you know, it's just wild. I'm walking around in my town today thinking like, yeah, I was doing this 20 years ago, biking and running around because I didn't have a car, uh, waiting for my car. And it just really uh, puts a lot of things in perspective for, for me. Not only when I see some of this stuff in sports, when I'm watching some of these sports games and I'm hearing stories about Darren Waller. Um, you know, he was drafted to the Baltimore Ravens. And was literally just gaming and drinking. Didn't even want to play football. And he's getting 19 targets. And pretty much the hero in that Monday Night Football Classic. Which had anything. Or literally everything. Peyton and Eli commentary. Uh, Travis Kelsey swearing on live TV. Derek Carr throwing for 435 yards. As I mentioned, Darren Waller's 19 targets. Lamar fumbling it three times. Losing two. Crucial plays. Walk-off TD in overtime. I mean, the first week of NFL was full of stuff to talk about. And I got plenty of stuff to say on it. You got first year, first time head coaches, David Coley, Brandon Staley, Nick Sirianni, all got their first wins in the NFL head coaching debuts. Awesome stories there. Um, 26 million total viewers, the biggest TV audience since the Super Bowl 220 days ago. 222 days we had to wait to get some football back um and it's finally here and it's just gonna go by so quick too that's what's kind of wild oh shit rich is here i didn't even know he was here uh you know week one's already over next thing you know it's gonna be week 15 and we're gonna be talking about the playoffs that's what's wild to me about football rich it just goes by so damn quick bro week one over just like that Waited 222 days for my Giants to come on. Just like that, Chewy got to get the last laugh and absolutely work me with Teddy Two Gloves, white gloves out there, 80 degrees and sunny weather, just fucking torching us. Uh, 
yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I was kind of on a rant this morning. I dropped my car off at, uh, I was talking to you. I dropped my car off at 7.50 to get my oil and tires rotated. It usually takes like an hour. I don't know. Something got messed up. He needed to grab a part. Happened before, like, they're 20, 30 minutes away. No biggie. Like, I'm like, yeah, I can wait. Yeah. Uh, dude went to the raw, dude went to the raw and Mike's. Like, I go to a guy named Mike's, like, Mike's Auto. Like, all right, yeah, I'm sure there's a couple. Like, whatever. Like, I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. He's like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, you can take my car if you want. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm good. Like, I don't have to work today, but I don't want to be here for fucking three, four you hours. You can take my car if you want? What kind of place are you going to? Is this, like, your boy or something? I mean, nah, this isn't my boy, but this is, this is like, this is... This is the type of shit that's got me fucked up, bro. Like, I'm literally, like, chilling in my town today, and I'm just, like, I'm, like, walking around my town, and I was, like, yo, I used to do this, like, like, 20 years ago. Like, I work with a girl in the shop right now at my job that's that's 15 years old, and I was talking to her, and she was, she was telling me, like, yeah, when I, like, she was, like, four when I was, like, like it's just like i'm just like what the fuck yeah Yeah, i'm just like yeah that's like that's just like too weird to me and now i just have the stat that i have to tell you about the giants i did want to touch on some nba and i'll get in some uh football with you on the way out but out of 31 out of 32 nfl teams since 2017 rich have at least held a 500 or above 500 record at some point in time not even not even at the end of the year. They one and one they could have been. Except the New York Giants. Except the New York Giants. And say the start of that again. It's like one of these things for me where it's like I'm in purgatory with not only like yeah. not even being able to like pod and like talking about like the Giants maybe being able to turn around and not and like still in the same spot and like then I'm like, oh wait, okay, a bunch of shit's about to change. Like two months from today I'm about to leave my job. I'm about to start a new job. Like, hopefully, I'll have to figure some things out and probably get another new job. And I don't know what's going to entail from there. And hopefully, I'll be potting along the way. I'll know I'll have a little more time to pot, but I don't know. And then it's, like, wild to me where it's, like, all this content I have, all this shit that I do, and now I've been back gaming a little more. Uh, I think it's I think I'm more on the, on the path where I do wish I could do come in and do this more, like, 30 minutes a day. Like, I've been talking to, like, people that do check in and listen to my pod, like, that's where I think I'd be able to get it more popping, cause mm-hmm. I do think some of my stuff is good. I just don't, I just don't have the time and, and really can't commit to it the way I wish I could, and I just lag behind too far. Uh, like the NBA is starting up in 32 days, bro. Like, you know what's wild to me? There's a bunch of shit I got listed right here. I got about seven stacks of notes, bro, that I'm trying to catch up on. But just this one little sticky note right here is all shit that I have to catch up on with you in the NBA that I was literally just literally just doing last night because I'm like, yo, all right, Rich said he might be able to come on. It's just wild to me, bro. The Giants are playing a football game tomorrow night, and I know Overreaction Monday is like a big thing amongst sports media. media. Like, I, my brother is telling me, I think it's a must-win game for not only Green Bay, the New York football Giants. I think there's a bunch of teams you can go through the NFL and say week two is already a must-win game because of how it went in week one, not only for the fan bases, but just for the season. And then there's the NBA, bro. Then that's coming up sooner than, than I think. And I'm like, geez, how am I going to keep up with all this shit? And where am I, where am I kind of going with like where I'm at right now? And it's just like, I don't even know, dude. I like, 
I'm just like feeling weird about it. I'm getting my second vaccine tomorrow. I'm like, I'm trying to fucking, I don't even know, play some more games, but I don't have time to do that either. Like, like, uh, your guy, your guy's nasty compared to mine. Like my guy's garbage. Like I don't even really play games. I don't have time. Uh, you know, I met, I matched with a girl on Bumble. I think she's trying to meet up with me, but I don't know. I feel like I'm like a bad luck charm. Like apparently something happened to her grandpa the second I'm like trying to like say what's up and I'm just like, yo, like I feel like I just can't talk to anybody. I'm literally like a fucking curse. Oh, here's another fucking wild thing that happened to me. Yo, no dead ass, dude. No dead ass. Cause this is the shit that I can't even talk sports right now. Cause I'm literally so fucked up. My car, he comes over to me, the dude fixing my car. I've told you this about, I know I told this to my neighbors, but I've told, I think I've told you this about like this thing with birds since my, my mom and my, my uh, grandma yeah. and grandpa passed away. Yeah. He goes, that. yo, I drive, I drive a WRX. So I have like a vent on like the front of my car. It's like an intercool. So it keeps my engine cool. He, I had three dead birds in my car inside my intercooler. He said they must've like flew in while I was driving. I was literally like, what? Literally, they were inside my fucking car, bro. <laughs> like, this is the type of shit as I'm sitting on this wall in front of this joint for four hours today in the fucking sweatpants and a long sleeve because I thought I would have been there for an hour in fucking nine... September 15th in Connecticut. It's 95 and humid like we're in fucking Africa, bro. Like, people are going to say there's no such thing as global warming. I don't know if we're ever going to see fucking anything besides summer and winter again in this state. This shit fucking sucks, dude. Everything yeah. going on everywhere else besides sports, unreal, COVID, and, and let me just let me just lead into the NBA with this. I'll start a timer on this. I'll try and get back on track and get off this rant. No, seriously, because we talked about this. We talked about this on the pod, brother. Like literally last time you were here. Oh, like the vaccine. We had a little 10 minute, 30 minute, 20 minute, whatever it was. Then I literally saw last night that the NBA will not mandate players to get vaccinated. But it literally will mandate all others that we talked about. Head coaches, referees, probably people that want to go to games. I've seen outdoor stadiums in the Buffalo Bills, uh, all over the joint, fucking saying, if you got to go to this football game fully packed, totally dope, by the way, got to be vaccinated. Here's my thing. Is everyone at some of these stadiums that aren't under under those rules vaccinated all the way? I don't know. To me, I'm just like, I'm so lost with this whole fucking thing. But this... This I do need to ask you about, Rich, and I got a timer, so it'll be short. You got about two minutes, 2.30 to answer this and get in any of the shit I've been yelling at you about. I feel like I feel like you've always been on me. Like, the NBA is, like, one of these, like, smart, smart, like, they want to do the right thing. Like, to me, this doesn't seem like the right thing. With everything we've been seeing the NFL try and mandate its players to do with incentives and all this stuff, with all the stuff we've seen from all these uh, experts and all these individuals saying like, this is what you should do, which is get the vaccination. The NBA is going to come out and say, you know, the union and us just can't agree on that right now. So we are not going to mandate that for our players. That to me just looks like a bad look for something that normally doesn't happen for when, when we talk a lot about the NBA, like the NBA steps in and does a lot of great things, social, all these things that they do. Like, why are they doing this, Rich? Like, this seems kind of weird to me. How is it that you're going to mandate all tier ones and all and people that may want to come in and watch games, but the players aren't going to be mandated to, to have a vaccine where you've told me my, you've told me yourself, it's probably the right thing to do. 
I think it's as simple as, I don't know, not to give a lazy answer, but like risk reward, kind of like the risk of the NBA, like despite what we've talked about, like I don't want to get too much into the vaccine stuff, but just, you know, despite what we've talked about, you should get it. You're, you're still semi likely to get COVID even if you don't have it. Like you might be sim, you might have similar chances of getting COVID whether you have the vaccine or not, like where it really comes into play is making sure you're healthy after the fact. Obviously the NBA wants to make sure players are healthy, but you're the only one responsible for your own health. So I think the way the NBA is looking at it is like, look, if there's 5% of people, 3% of people, whatever it is that refuse to do this as players, coaches, as bad as it sounds, you can replace them. Like, I'm sorry, if you're not going to get the vaccine, like we can find another assistant coach and people won't notice or won't care. So tough shit, buddy. Players, it starts getting fishy because like, we don't know the status of the top guys, but like if a LeBron James, if a Luka Doncic, if a Kevin Durant, if one of those guys were like, I'm not getting vaccinated, that's a huge hit for the NBA to like turn away a whole stars like market fan base and just be like, you can't play. They don't want to start that. And I think it's as simple as risk reward. Like there's not that much of a rich risk telling people in the coaching staff, sorry, you have to get it. Cause like, who's the biggest coach right now? Greg Popovich. Like he's not going to decline, but if he did, they'd be like, Okay, sorry, Pop. Like that's a risk they'd be willing to take. I don't think they're willing to take that risk with NBA players. And is lastly, that... the NBA players have their own players' association. So, like, regardless, have Michelle Roberts and all these people that head of the players' association feel they're there to argue in behalf of the players. And I'm sure there's a sizable enough percentage of players, whether it's like ten to fifteen, whatever, twenty, thirty guys that are like, we're not getting it, and they're going to argue on their behalf that they shouldn't have. Let to. me say something, Rich, because I feel like. I feel like you're the type of dude I've always been able to say this type of stuff to where it's like, all right, you know how, how big of a fan I am of sports in the NBA in particular. And it's like when I'm looking at all this stuff with with sports in the NBA, it's like we I know you've said this to me before. It's like, oh, it's it's maybe it's not. But like, isn't this part of the problem where it's like some of this stuff isn't fair? Like, like it just doesn't even seem to make sense. And if it's like you're going to ask individuals that aren't famous that don't have platforms to go out and get this vaccine for the greater cause shouldn't nba players do the same shouldn't dudes that are on a professional platform do the same they i mean maybe they should but the bigger issue here is like no organization whether it's like the government whether it's a company wants to tell people you have to get vaccinated like indeed the very liberal company but they're not they've told us like we're not requiring you to get vaccinated like if you don't get vaccinated once we return to the office you'll have to do this this and this but i think the whole thing is like companies are very hesitant to tell people that and especially when it's like a very public company in the nba and you're talking about telling some of like the most popular people in the entire country like these big athletes whoever they are whoever the unvaccinated ones are like not that he's a huge name but i'm pretty sure like dennis schroeder's one who said like he refuses to i'm sure there's some there's absolutely a top 20 nba player who isn't vaccinated and refuse he refuses to be i guarantee i don't know who it is but there's someone yeah you're probably right i i just don't i really just don't understand it dude i i i see like the saints having eight uh six assistant coaches uh a player and a nutritionist probably not they're they all got covid they're like Yep. This stuff's happening in the NFL, and they got, you know, most of these teams are are vaccinated. So it's like, that's where it's like, for me, I get, like, kind of what Bill Belichick was saying, and he got mad backlash for it. He got, like, a ton of backlash minimizing the, the vaccine. Last, but it's like, that's the, that's, it, the, that's the bullshit with me. Like, the last you, thing the NBA was. I didn't have it for a while, and I felt like I was getting shit from you, a lot of other people. Those dudes, those people aren't going to get any shit. Like, I don't understand that. I'm, 
My thing is, I think if someone doesn't have it, you should have a really good idea of the reason you don't have it. No one can argue your internal things, but like have a reason. Don't have your reason be like, well, I heard from this person. It's like, no, no, no. no. If you're going to have a reason, like find a, find a real reason that you've looked into because it's like it is a meaningful decision. But on the NBA side of things, I think they just look at it as like straight up dollars. They don't they don't want to they don't want people talking about they don't want to be involved in like a lawsuit with the players association because it's being required. They don't want people talking thirty days out from the NBA season, thirty five days out, about like, oh, this player's not gonna be able to play. Oh, this team's in a fight with this like that's the last thing they want people talking about. What the NBA wants people talking about is the NBA season, the players, the guys playing. So I think their thing is like you know what, fine, if it's going to be that big of a deal, everyone has to be vaccinated because we don't care as much what happens with the backlash and, like, coaches and stuff like that. We'll find new ones. Players, if 5% of you aren't going to be, that's your own risk. You're going to have to go through these more rigorous protocols. And, like, I don't think that you can even really argue, like, oh, do you think it's right right or not? Like, I don't know, but they, they don't have to do what's right. They have to do what's best for their bottom line as a business, and I think that's what they're trying to do here. Yeah, I just think it's, like, I think it's interesting because I hear a guy in a gas station talking about people driving buses who weren't required to get the vaccine and now they are and apparently they don't have any staff because a lot of the people that don't want to get their vaccine are now being told they have to and they're like, yo, what the fuck? You said we didn't have to and they're like putting in there two weeks. This is happening across the country regardless of what, what business you're in. So all I'm asking is if you think they do that universally, it would make more sense to me. It would make more sense to me People would probably understand this stuff and probably do it at a little bit more consistent rate across the country. Isn't that what we're looking for? More unity, equality in all these areas, specifically yeah, also with COVID. Like, it's just look, like, I can, be on, bro. I can be on the side of people should get vaccinated as much as I want. But like, there is also something to like, it's, you can't, I don't know. Like, yeah, I think people should be, but like, it's tough to force people like to require that. Cause like, yeah, but that dude, is, that's the thing. That's why I'm, that's what I'm talking about. There are places that are doing that. There are places that are not. Businesses are. A business can do that. If you're putting a company's bottom line at risk by you being someone that's more likely to bring in COVID or spread COVID than other people, that's fair. I don't think there's anything wrong with a business. So just just back to the NBA real quick. Them mandatizing me to get a vaccine to attend an NBA game, that's not the same thing. No, it's not because you're making the choice to buy a ticket and attend. No one's forcing you to attend an NBA game. That's a luxury that you have to attend one. And like, if you don't want to attend one, you don't. You don't have to attend one. Fair, fair. But I I do. I would say that's different in that sense. I guess you're right there. That's why I bring you on. All right, let's touch on this. I saw this yesterday. John Wall and the Rockets, huh? Uh, Yeah. He's got 91.7 million left over the next two years. Are they going to be able to trade that contract? Now, here's the thing. I, I've been hearing contract. a little bit of it. We talked about John Wall on the podcast. This is what I love about doing this shit because I've been doing this for so long where it's like, damn, we've talked about John Wall a few times. He's been traded a couple times, coming off an Achilles, average 20-7 and seven coming off an Achilles with the Houston Rockets, which I think is pretty good. They get Jalen Green, a couple other young guys, Christian Wood, other young talent. Like They're just not looking for John Wall to start anymore. I think John Wall is still a starter in this league. If I go and look at a few teams I could use a – a, a starting point guard caliber, John Wall style, 20 and 7 type of dude if he stays healthy, 76ers, man. What's going on with Ben Simmons? Like, is Ben Simmons getting moved? Now, I'm not saying you trade Ben Simmons to the Rockets, but, hey, he's talked about getting traded there before. Maybe that's a suitor. How about the Clippers, bro? How about the Clippers? What's going on with Kawhi? He's probably out for a minute. Who the hell's point guarding the Clippers? 
and PG, he's going to do everything himself. Let's let's just give it a break. PG's legit, and I love PG, but like he needs some damn help if Kawhi's not around. He ain't going to be able to carry the Clippers all the way through a Western Conference regular season and into the playoffs, regardless of when Kawhi can make it back. I think the Pels is another very interesting one. I think the Pelicans are an interesting one because with Zion, John Wall, I think that's a better mix. I think that's a better mix than what you had there with Lonzo. I don't know what the hell the Pelicans are doing because I thought they traded for Valanciunas or some bullshit, and then I think he got traded. I have no idea. I have I the Pelicans to me, David Griffin. I'm like, yo, you're about to sell everything. Zion will be gone in two years. But I'm just curious, John Wall. Is he gonna maybe be on the Knicks? I don't know. Or they got Kemba. That might not work out. Like, is he even got a place to start in this league anymore, John Wall? He has a place to start. I think you named the best one, the Clippers, but the bigger issue is his contract and getting that to one of the places he could start. They've said there's been no discussions of buying him out, and buying him out is how he would go to a team like the Clippers or Lakers, like one of these teams easily, like he could just sign any contract after he gets bought out. But the Rockets don't want to eat, I think, two years of dead money on him just for him to play somewhere else. So there's been no talks of buying him out yet. So the We've seen this in the past. The best option for this is either an awful contract on another team, or this is kind of the same thing, but a shitty team with an awful contract, which is how he kind of got to the Rockets. Rockets were getting shitty, trading Russ and James Harden. They had Russ's contract that they didn't want, and swapping those. There aren't a lot of options, to be honest. Like One of the one of the ones I've seen talked about, and there, there would be some other pieces to this trade, is if the Mavericks really wanted to get off Kristaps Porzingis' contract, because John Wall has one last year on his, and Kristaps Porzingis, if he's looking like he looked over the last year for the next few years, he has a bad contract that's stretching over the next three years. So if the Mavs could be one that could swap with that, I don't think that makes the Mavs better. It's it makes more no of a sense to, to me, but no, okay. It, but, that, but that's the thing. No John Wall move is going to make a lot of sense. Well, here's the thing. This is what I'm trying to ask because I think John Wall is a starter in this league. But are we inching into this Cam Newton, Carmelo Anthony, John Wall territory where it's like, bro, if you want to play in the league, you might be a backup now. Like, there's a lot of young talent. Like, you're coming off an Achilles. Like, what less do you have to get? I don't know. It's interesting to me. You're going to go play for the the fucking Kings? Go for it. If he was a free agent, like... Mello and Cam Newton were, he could be a starter in a second because Lakers, Clippers, one of these teams would scoop him and he could be a starter. The tough thing is, if they're not going to buy him out, his contract makes it almost impossible to get to one of the teams that could use him as a starter. I'm glad you so brought like, that up, though, because uh, I did want you said just real quick. Ben Simmons one would be the easiest one, but I don't think the, I don't think the 76ers want that. Like they want someone to like space the floor a little bit more. The Pelicans one, the Pelicans one is very interesting, and I think that hold on, hold on, yeah, okay, so yeah, we could touch on it a little more, but you don't think that'd be a good one, John Wall for Ben Simmons, like. I saw they were no, rejected in the Simmons 2016 draft. You still take Ben Simmons number John one Wall. there? You think ben Simmons, ben Simmons is way better? You've asked John me those a couple of times. Redraft in the drafts, 2016 redraft. I saw a post on it. You still think Ben Simmons number one uh, over Jalen Brown? I saw Karis I, Levert was I, fucking like 13th in that uh, in that repick. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I mean, Karis Levert's already almost like 30 years old, like 29 something like that. Bro, so I, I get. I would take Ben Simmons over Karis LeVert for sure. I would not take Ben Simmons over Jalen I got to ask you think- this because I had this as a topic. Uh, and you talked about it a little bit with free agency, but I think this is interesting. Uh, is free agency the best way to build your roster? Because a lot of people are shitting on the Lakers, shitting on the Nets, shitting on these teams that kind of bring in some players via free agency. But I'd argue that 
if you have some players in place and you do bring in some players via free agency, it's it's a combination piece. Like we saw last year with the Suns. They brought in a couple key uh, free agents and they had some players also in place. We've seen it yeah. with the Bucks as well. Middleton were drafted, bringing in a Drew Holiday via free agency. Like maybe it's a combination of both. I think if you're not doing one or getting away from the other, you find yourself in purgatory, like the Mavs, like the Kings, like these teams that can't get any free agents, Oh, i.e. the OKC Thunder. They're fucking trash. Bro, my teams are so trash. Thunder, listen, Giants, though, everything. Listen, though, this is going to answer your question, though, because it's different for each Because where are the Thunder right now? Building via the draft. We ain't building there's, via free there's agency. There's no direct answer to this, because a team like the Thunder, if they ever tried to be like, you know what? We're going to do this through free agency. You end up overpaying for people because people don't want to come to OKC. So they're accepting like, okay, we have to build through the draft like we did before. Let's acquire draft picks, build through the draft. And obviously, they're they're. I'm not going to get spend long on the Thunder because I've said it before, but their luxury is they have so many draft picks that they don't have to build through free agency. They can build through trade and the draft with those draft picks. So they they have an interesting setup that I think will be a good one. Well, this is why like, I think it's funny. I go and look at free agency, and I saw Aaron Gordon sign a four-year 92 uh, yesterday. He was one of the ones up for free agency. The free agency pool coming up is light, bro. Yeah. Luka, Zion, these guys signing these super maxes real quick. Like, the free agency ain't going to be like what we used to see in the NBA, which is hella well, superstars looking guys, to go somewhere. Free agency guys, is going to be tough to get it done. These guys 10 years ago weren't able to go to the teams they wanted until free agency. Now you can kind of force your way to a team you want prior to being a free agent. So we see guys already on the team that they want. James Harden, Kevin, well, Kevin Durant was a free agent. James Harden, some of these other guys, they're already on the team that they want, so they're not going to become a free agent. Aaron Gordon got traded. His wasn't as much force, but he said, like, get me out of I'm done here in Orlando. So you're already on the team that you want. So these guys aren't becoming free agents because they're just getting re-signed by the team they already kind of got their way to go to. So I think it's going to be harder and harder to build through free agency. It, you know, like the Lakers, maybe the Knicks, if they get better, Nets, like these enormous market teams will always have an easier time doing it. But if you're like a Grizzlies, Thunder, or something like that, you can't build through free agency. You're, the best example is, like you said, the Suns. You make you build an, an amazing team through like homegrown draft and talent and you pick one guy through free agency and say, Hey, he could take us over the top and yeah. maybe we're overpaying for him, but it'll be worth it. Yeah. agreed. Um, I want to touch on this. I saw this. So we've talked about this a few times on the pod thoughts on the play in tournament. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. We had a lot of mixed reviews yeah. on it when it first came out, not only from people following the league, but just talking here on the pod. I thought it was great, dude. It had basically us talking 12 seeds deep on both conferences. Uh, it provides some intrigue and some more valuable games down the stretch. And you got some basically play in situations, obviously that is just exciting. Like it's like the wild card in baseball. It's the only thing I want to watch when it comes to baseball, that one and done baseball game. Here's the thing. They're talking about a mid season tournament. We've heard this a few times hearing it a lot more now, now that the season's coming closer is $1 million incentive per player. Now we did a little research. I did a little more research. I don't know what the, the details I brought to you before, but the details I have now is the winning team will receive $1 million per player during that mid-season tournament. Here's where I'm confused. Are these games not going to count like towards the record? Like, what the fuck? Why, why are they doing that? Here's the thing. You want to do a mid-season tournament? Fine. You want to pay $1 million to per player to whoever wins the tournament? Fine. I think NBA players will be in for that. Those games got to count towards record. If you're going to just say, oh, we're going to throw in a tournament just to have tournament games... Uh. 
and not count towards the record, that makes no sense to me. So the NBA is doing a few things here. Also, I had another thing to touch on with you after this, Bill. But what do you think about this midseason tournament? Uh, can it work? Uh, will it count? Like, what's it has to count towards record, right? Like, what's going on here? I don't love it. Like, I don't like. I don't know. Obviously, you want to change things, make them better over time. You don't want to keep something the way it is just because that's the way it's always been. But like, I don't like the things that like drastically change like the past and statistics in the past. Like, I don't love the extra game in the NFL season skewing things up. Like, as a fan, sure, I'll watch another week of football, absolutely. But like, it makes stats kind of weird. Like, as an NBA fan, I don't want other teams having like it's going to mess up scoring records so much and stuff like that. If Because you're going to count these stats for something. You are. They, they 100% are. They're not going to be like, oh, these stats don't count for anything. And if a team wins this, that's like an extra six games you're playing each year. Like, I don't, I, It's just throwing off like past stats and numbers and stuff where I feel like, for what? If you're really trying to make something like cool and make it like a fan event, make it like, um, I don't know, maybe even if it's gimmick, gimmicky, like how they have like the co- college rivalry week. Like, Do something sick where it's like, a March Madness type thing, like a three days of the year where it's like all NBA games all day. And maybe like, you know, maybe like, I don't know. You can come up with something without it being like a full on tournament and like adding something in the middle of the season. Cause it's like, what does the winner get for us as, as fans? Like I get that they get a million dollars, but like, why are, why would we be like super hyped up? If it's like, Oh, they're the mid season went like, I don't know what the fuck did that. I don't know. What does it mean? Anything? Did yeah, they... but, like, here's the thing. Are you fucking hyped up that the Sacramento Kings won the Summer League, G League, or whatever the fuck it was? Like, no, yeah, and we, we're watching a little Summer League, though. It's like, to me, this you're going to watch regardless. It's just like the NBA has got to figure out a way to niche this in the right way. I think them talking about trying to niche this in and potentially not counting this towards record would just be a bad move. But, yeah, if you're going to try and figure out a way to get some of this excitement of mid-season tournament type play going yeah make it count towards the record throw in some extra chain yeah i think the players will be down for that and here's the thing if you're struggling right or if you're like out of it it, it's it's a chance to kind of play for some extra dough try and get raise up in the standings vice versa you could fall out in the standings you have a bad couple weeks i don't know provide some intrigue to the season rather than just a stalemate that's just the way i think about it have to do is they would have to make it like you know, if it's normally an 82-game season, they would have to make it so, okay, These every team plays five games in this tournament. Even if you lose your first three games, you're playing five games to keep it even, and like you said, they all still count. So every team's playing an even amount of games in the tournament. But there would have to be, like, something. There would have to be, and it would make it a little gimmicky, like I said, but there would have to be, like, oh, if you win it as a team out of, like, you get an automatic... Uh, bid into the playoffs if you are in the finals of that. So, like, maybe a team like the Kings somehow, like, does incredible in it and then is, like, the 13 seed and gets a bid in. Like, I don't know. It sounds kind of stupid when I'm saying it, but there would have to be some sort of, like, incentive even for us as fans to care about who the winner is and not just be, like, so... Like, I don't know. You know we'd be like, oh, like, it was so Bro, sick. you watch the NBA the every fucking night, though. Actually, you're just talking as, I like, a media it. dude right now. It. Like, bro, of course we'd, we'd probably hype up whoever won it. But, like, yeah, of course. It's all airspace. Everything's all airspace, bro. Like, everything we're doing right now is airspace. Like I don't want to be like, oh, like, having some argument. Like, bro, Devin Booker was the fucking MVP of the midseason tournament. I'd be like, I don't give a shit. All dude. right, dude. Whatever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're being a fucking hater, bro. I am. I am. All right, let me ask you this. Let me see if you're a fan of this then, because I saw this as well. Um, 
The NBA is considering, because of how long some of these games have been taking at the back end of uh, some of these games, we uh, we talked about a few of these games last year. Uh, one of them fucking like 70, or literally like 55 minutes of real time, like seven yeah. minutes of action or whatever the hell it was, what, seven seconds in action, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about under two minutes, no longer, no longer mandatory like review if you go and, and do this, where you'd have to use your coach's challenge. It'd be, it would be a lot less reviews. Uh, are you a fan of less reviews, quicker games, or maybe a little bit like what we had last year? It takes a minute to get the call right, but overall, it seems they're getting the call right. Let me just tell you real quick: they gotta get the they gotta get these they gotta get these calls right. And here's something I heard yesterday that I'm all in on, which is okay, yeah, maybe it's taking a little little too long, but we can still get the calls right and make it take less time, bro. Do what they're doing in the NFL. I, I think the Saukakis or wherever is the NBA headquarters. I don't know where the fuck it is. The dude there that's watching the games or whatever, like the NFL, can radio in or whatever the fuck it is. It's 2021 and get the call in a lot sooner than four guys going to a fucking TV screen like it's 1990 and checking it out for fucking 10 angles. Like, bro, yeah. you can have a dude or, or a couple of dudes or a board of dudes in charge of making these calls. They'd get done quicker and we get the calls right. I don't know what the fuck the NBA is lagging behind here on this too. I, I so I agree with that. I thought I wasn't going to agree with you at first because you said like I was going to say we need less reviews and you said we need to get the calls right. But like overall, I agree it needs to be the same things. Like I think if you can't decide in two to three watches of the replay what it is and you have to watch it for two fucking minutes, just go with the call on the court because it was close enough. We've done this for what? The last 50 years before this, like you just go with the call on the court or on the field. Then True. we got replays involved and made it more accurate. If you have to look at it 10 times, to me it was close enough where it's like go with the call on the field and keep playing the game because that's how sports always used to be done. And it's like there's exactly as you said, there should be people like in the NFL. Literally, if you didn't make your call on the court, if you think it's getting challenged, by the time it's challenged, people have watched it three times already. If they can't come up with a different call, go with the one on the court. If people are pissed the next day, you just know going in. This is how it works. We're reviewing it. If we don't see anything different or like outlandishly different in the first few looks, we're not changing it. And people will be fine with that. I mean, like the, people will argue there will be calls where people freak out about it, but that's sports. People still freak out about calls right now, even when we review every single thing. So like, you're ne- it's never going to be perfect. You might as well just like make it a more enjoyable enjoyable thing to watch rather than stopping for 15 minutes at the most exciting point of a game yeah that was a great take um yeah you're right there uh i think it's i think it's important to get as many of the calls right as you can with all this technology and all the stuff we have in sports it's never going to be perfect i think that's also another great point it's sports like we've also played sports in the backyard in the street whatever it is and you don't have referees and we do just fine like i think i think it's important to kind of have all these factors involved going forward and not taking this long, not only at the end of games in the NBA, but also you've been seeing it sped up everywhere in sports. Uh, I like tennis for is a good example. Like, bro, they used to do mad replays when it comes to that, and now all of a sudden they're just going to, uh, uh, you know, like the, sh- yeah. the camera, whatever it is. They're, uh, what the fuck is going on on my computer? All right, uh, I wanted to ask you... Um, I want to ask you this, uh, a couple more other things, and I just wanted to touch on some football before I let you go. Uh, why is my computer being so weird? Um, 
That that uh just touch on the gala, the Met Gala, is that what it's called? You see any of that I shit? I can't touch on that. I know nothing about it. Uh, you see any of that? I saw like two outfits, but yeah. You I, saw I my guy Russ? I did not see Russ. No. Oh, was that the dress thing I sent you? Oh no, I think he was wearing that the day before. That was fire though. Oh. That was fine. I, I didn't. I didn't see him that. All I saw was Russ had like whatever, blue hair. Russ. Russ literally had straight up blue hair going on with like stars, yep. white stars in his head, and I'm like, uh, I Yo, what are you doing, Russ? <laughs> I didn't see any of it, honestly. Straight up though, like the only thing I needed to say about this, which I just thought was pretty wild, is I saw a bunch of people talking about it. Um, and a bunch of people like Dave Portnoy, who's like, like, why are you bitching about this, dude? Like, you're just as rich as a lot of these people. But anyways, uh, here's the thing. You go and you look at, like, everything going on, and they were, I saw, like, a couple posts, like, oh, look at all these, like, most famous and rich people in the world not social distancing and, and not wearing masks and gathering at a big fucking party. Like, and I was just like, let's just be normal. And I'm like, well, yeah, dude, a lot of things are normal, like. Yeah, the only thing are, I take from people are in a hundred thousand person fucking stadiums right now. Yeah, like, it is what it is. People just complain about stuff. It is what it is. I just think I it's know. so stupid, dude. Like yeah. I think it's gotten to a point now uh, where it's just so out of whack. Like even like even like Max Kellerman, uh, his new show, which is dope. I saw he started a new show, uh, this just mm-hmm. in or something. It's like in the afternoon. Um, it's like four to four thirty. It's it's in the highly questionable slot. Highly questionable is gone. No longer a thing. Yeah, um, that sucks. You see yeah. that tribute video that they did? Like yeah. Like Bomani Jones. Yeah, dude. Did. It's, it's just literally, that's the thing. You just, things go by and time goes on and some things end and th- some things continue. They, I, don't, I don't know why they cut it off. ESPN's doing some weird stuff right now. Yeah, I know. I'm not down with it at all. I'm not down with it at all. Um... I yeah. do. I do like Max's thing in the morning. I've watched a little bit of that, but yeah, no, Max has been fire on morning radio, and he's got his show in the afternoon is straight. Like I guess it's better than nothing. Um, I haven't listened yet. All right, I wanted to touch on some football, but I also saw you playing NBA Two K Twenty Two came out. I saw that like last week. Uh, PlayStation lost or launched twenty six years ago today. So. Wow. That's pretty dope. I needed to throw that in the podcast considering now. I guess I did have a PlayStation 1. I just was like young and never really played I it. I had a Nintendo, but I did have a PS2, a PS3, and a PS4. And now I'm on a PS5 and I literally barely play it the most, but I'm trying to play it more. I was checking out uh, Forts last night. They did an update on that. That shit, I'm not even down with that. Like, don't even ask me to play with that. They got dinosaurs in that shit now. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, like no, seriously, bro. It's like, yo, dude, like, for real, though. And, like, that's the thing with Boosh, where it's like, and, like, even, like, Chew, where it's like, bro, like, literally all you do is play MLB now. Like, bro, you want to play NBA? It just came out. Like, what's good? Like, that's like Boosh is like, oh, dude, I don't want to play because we got sweats out here. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, your your boys are literally sweats. Like, let's let's fucking link up and play. Like, no, for real though. Like, like Boosh, yeah, everyone's always got a fucking excuse, man. Literally, that's the shit. That's, that, all, that's the only reason me. I every fucking time. I don't think it's the most fun game. It's just like, all right, people are on it, so I'll just talk to people for a fuck bit. Fuck that, around. bro. We could talk and play a different game, or we could fucking talk and they whatever. Like, oh, we can't talk and play different games. All right, fine, bro. What the fuck ever? I didn't say that. Well, some people do. It's pretty fucking lame, bro. Like, literally, I was just thinking yesterday of how much, like, I went from playing games on my P4 to playing no games on my P5, 
And it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, literally, I'm about to sell this bitch. I can get a thousand bucks for this shit tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. I'm fucking... More. Whatever, dude. Um, fuck. All right. I did want to touch on uh, some football, so I'll ask you a few uh, games real quick. This Thursday night game is a big one for me. Um, obviously, choose Broncos got the best of me. And the Washington football team lost. The Eagles were the only NFC East team to win after the Cowboys lost on Thursday Night Football last week. I did want to touch on that game as well. Anyways, this week, tomorrow, Thursday Night Football, Giants at Washington football team. Also saw they got some names up for debate, which I'll debate at some point. They should just keep the football team. Ryan Fitzpatrick, certainly right about that. Wanted to get in some where Seggy was right, where Seggy was wrong. I guess we'll do it through here. Ryan right, Fitzpatrick. Was get hurt. I was right. He wasn't going to make it very long. I said that Ryan <laughs> Fitzpatrick. I swear to <laughs> fucking God. I swear to God. Go back and check the tapes. I think I also said that too. I probably said that too. Hey, here's the deal. Oh here's the thing. The Washington football team to me is more scary with Taylor Heineke. I don't know how Cam Newton isn't on the team, but if he was, I'd be more scared. Here's the deal. It's already a must win, I think, for the Giants. Like if the Giants lose this game, division game, 0-2, like it's it's gonna be terrible. It's it's beyond restoration, regardless of how the rest of the fifteen games go or whatever the fuck it is. Like to me, this is a huge game. This is a huge game, must win game for the Giants. I, I was I I thought we'd beat the Broncos and have a chance to win this game because of Fitzmagic. Now Fitzmagic's out. I think Tyler Haneke is a better better option to be completely honest. So now I'm like, oh shit, we're fucked if Daniel Jones is still fumbling. He's still fumbling. Um. You know, that's the thing with Daniel Jones for me. He can make all these throws. He makes throws on the run. He can move pretty good when he's not tripping over his feet. But he just can't stop turning over the fucking football, dude. He has 40 turnovers since 2019. He's 8-19 as a starter in this league. He's fucking garbage. He's getting to a point, and all my friends are like, dude, wait, bro. Chewy, oh, you got to give him some time. Drew Locke's on the fucking bench, bro. Here's the thing. This dude, he's got some good things going on. A lot of bad things he can't fix. You want to know what happens when you can't fix bad things? You lose. Not for long, League. Here's the thing, bro. This dude's fucking trash. I don't like him at all. Like, I literally... I was saying this last year, and people kind of had me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's kind of hurt and shit. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Saquon's not there. No, this dude's fucking trash. I, I'm, I'm, I would not be surprised we get fucking nuked this, this Thursday night, which is tomorrow, and I'll be out in the backyard. You think you think the Giants can win or what? I'll say first. Do you think? I know you don't like Daniel Jones, so try and remove any bias from this. Um, do you think he's a guy where even if he moved on from the Giants, if he ended up on a team down the line with an offensive line in front of him, maybe with just a different organization that he could figure things out? Because a lot of people tend to think he has the the talent there. But, yeah, it hasn't looked very good. But a lot of people blame it on the O-line, too. So it's a tough decision. Like, I watch him, and I'm with you. Like, I'm like, wow, he does not look good. But Here's like, the shit that pisses me off, bro. Go ahead. Blame it on the O-line all you want. Blame it on Gettleman all you want. Here's the problem with, the, with blaming it on the O-line. Like, I've seen him make plays when the O-line was trash. The O-line looked a little better than me in that game week one. I, they get they had some issues. Looked a little better to me. I saw Andrew Thomas had his best uh, pass rushing game or pass blocking game at, as a Giant. 
Saquon Barkley, not 100%, not right. Like, and here's the thing with the offensive line I keep hearing Max talk about. Like, if you can't block for a quarterback, how the fuck do you expect to block for a running back? That's our two best players, right? Quarterback and running back. We are so fucked because we keep saying that it's the offensive line, offensive line. Fine, blame it on them all you want. You know what it comes down to for me? It's like what I saw the Lions in the second half. It's it's heart, bro. Like, I was not always the best basketball player on the court, but I tried to act that way. I was not always the best soccer player. I played one year in my life of soccer, uh, organized soccer, technically, besides what, peewee, which I don't even remember. But I tried to think and, and put my heart into giving as much effort as I could to not only be the best I could, but help the team. You know what I see a lot of from a lot of football teams? particularly out of Green Bay this past week, certainly was right about that. Not the best effort. I saw it out of the Bears on fucking Sunday Night Football because Andy Dalton's in the game, and he shouldn't be. And you know what that has you feeling like as a player when you're going out there risking your your life, technically, your career, injury, all that? You're, you're basically saying, well, it doesn't matter. Like, we don't even want to win. Because to me, that's what you're doing. And to me, with what we've had going on with the New York Football Giants, all these excuses, bro, to me, it's all about effort. Not enough max effort on both sides of the ball, special teams. Like, I just see it too much in sports, man. You can watch an NBA game every single night of the week and say, yo, what the fuck? Like, how in the world are these guys not giving max effort? And what? Because the season's already over, because you got to play her out, whatever it is. To me, I just don't understand that, dude. Because I was never the best athlete, but I always thought that giving max effort was most important when it came to sports. And I see a ton of athletes not giving max effort, including my New York football giants. And to me, that's just fucking pathetic, dude. That's just pathetic. I mean, yeah. that's just what it is. And, and like, it's like I was telling my brother, like, yeah, it probably is must win. But if they don't, if if they don't win tonight, it's not like I'm or tomorrow night. It's not like I'm jumping ship. But it's not like I can say anything else because, uh, I mean, I've already been all the way out there. Like, if we got they, everything else. We got everything. Lose, if they lose tomorrow, they play the Falcons the week after, they better win that game because after that they go Saints, Cowboys, Rams. And, like, they, they have a tough schedule. Like, if you yep. lose against the uh, or the football if you lose against the football team and the, the Falcons, oh, man, you have a real chance to start at 0-6. Just shut the fuck up. Um, I don't think they're going to. Just shut up. The uh, – <laughs> <laughs> the uh let's touch on the let's bring up the cowboys a little bit to touch on the thursday night football game because that had a lot of controversy of course here's the thing let me t- let me give you a little of this smoke rich yeah you know leading into this game you know all i heard about from tom brady was oh changing the numbers is stupid you want to know the coolest fucking thing about watching football for me was this sunday and monday the numbers being changed. I thought it was oh sweet. God, I thought it was pretty dope. And all you fucking hear about is Tom Brady going, oh, man, this is fucking stupid. Oh, man, I'm not wearing my knee brace for the first time since 2008. I feel like I'm 24. They should have fucking lost the game, number one. Number two, Tom Brady always blowing smoke, now out trolling the fucking the Falcons with, like a, with a clock picture behind him on his social media. Like, bro, That's no hilarious. shit. The Falcons are trash. Here's that's the problem. Hilarious. Nah, here's the fucking problem, dude. You can't accept that that's hilarious. Nah, it's not funny. You want to know why it's not funny? Because oh, the Falcons God. aren't even fucking good, bro. Like, no you shit, you're about to beat the Falcons, dog. The Eagles just beat the them 32-6. to six. This is the thing. This is the thing, bro. The hype gets built up by Tom Brady on all these stories. 
He goes out there. What did he do? He, did, he had four touchdowns. Whatever the fuck the he did. I got the story. I don't even have the stats. Whatever it is. And here's the deal. They should have lost that football game. They didn't because of Greg the Leg Zerline, Zeke Elliott non-existent. I mean, you can't get mad at Dak Prescott, who was coming off of nothing all offseason, off of his ankle being turned the wrong way, and picking up right where he left off before he got hurt. Here's the problem where picking up right where he left off before he got hurt. Cowboys were 1-4, should have been 0-5, lost the game to a Falcons that couldn't jump on a fucking offside kick, didn't even know the rules, and ended up winning that game. They should have been 0-5 before Dak went down. I don't think the Cowboys all around are built to win football games. Like, okay, they might score a bunch, but they're going to get a lot of points up. Zeke Elliott, absolute shell of himself. I saw uh, Lionel Collins. Lyle Collins suspended uh, five games. Um, Michael Gallup out three to five weeks. Like, things are going to come up. Other end, Tampa Bay. Probably should have lost the game. Get away with a lucky win. Gronk looking like fucking 2005 playoffs whenever he came in the league. Like, all good. But that's fine. That's not going to last forever, bro. I'm telling you right now, the Bucs are going to lose to the Saints maybe twice. Maybe twice. Mark my words. Go for it. Okay, I say no. Um, I say I don't care about should have lost and whatever because we can pull up the score from every game this week. And yeah, we let's can do pick, that. Like the should the should have been winner on four different of the games. Yeah, so, let's like, do it that. Matter. Actually, it doesn't matter. The the Cowboys played a great game and the Bucks ended up winning. They have the better defense. Ezekiel Elliott, not a surprise to anyone, I don't think, that he didn't look good. Their plan wasn't their plan clearly wasn't to run the ball with him. I'm not saying he's still prime Ezekiel Elliott. We'll see. But the Cowboys next few weeks, they're looking at Chargers, Eagles, Panthers, Giants. So like not awful defenses, but not any of like the top few defenses either. So we'll see these next few weeks a little more what they're looking like. But I think the most realistic thing is the Cowboys played an incredibly good game. The Bucks maybe started a little slower, but like, who would you have? So you're you're down on the Bucks right now, and it yep. sounds like you're down on the Cowboys, who are two of the highest offense, two yeah, of the best offenses that we've seen right now after Week One. Yeah, here's the who thing. Would you have, Hold on a who second. Who you have is like the top team right now. Yeah, like this is the thing. Let me through. let's get into this a little bit because I, oh, I'm down on the Bucks. Yeah, because everyone has the Bucks as these perennial number one in the NFC walk to the Super Bowl, not fucking happening. Everybody has the Dallas Cowboys winning the NFC least. Not fucking happening. And let me also say this. I was all right on the money with the Saints being high, Packers being low. Give me a little credit there. Taking a look around the rest of the league. I was wrong about the Cardinals. Man, was I certainly wrong about the Cardinals. That was one of the most surprising teams. Pittsburgh Steelers, another surprise. Certainly right about the Raiders. And there's these other teams that are kind of coming into the mix. When I go think... And you go look at the power rankings, and you ask me, oh, who's the best team in the league? It's not Tampa Bay. Like, of course you're going to have Kansas City up there. I would argue the Kansas City Chiefs-Browns game was instant AFC uh, championship. We talked about it here on the pod. Could be AFC championship game type uh, feel, and it, it was all that for me. I think the Browns are better than the Bucs. Deadass. I think the Browns are a better football team than the Bucs. I, I think just, it's just I this just hype know, around like, it. They could... They it very well could have. They should have easily the fucking. The they could have lost that football game. They should have lost. They should have lost the football game. To be very clear, I'll argue with you, not you arguing with other people. I would never say the Bucks are 
a walk to the Super Bowl. Like, no team's a walk to the Super Bowl. That's more likely in basketball and some other sports. No team's a walk to the Super Bowl. I would, if I was picking a most worrisome team to face, the most likely team to make it to the Super Bowl, that's who I would pick. Just because, how do you not pick the team that returned their entire team, just won the Super Bowl, and just looked like incredible offense on week one, and their defense supposed to be one of the best parts of their game, and they didn't look that great. They stopped the run, but like they play face one expected to be one of the most prolific offenses in the Cowboys. Like I think it was a good week one matchup. No teams start at their peak at week one. I think the Bucks are the team to beat right now. I because you can't go in. I'm not saying the Bucks are locked to win the Super Bowl. No team is, but I I can't go in being like, oh, the Bucks aren't the team to be in the league. The Browns are like. No, they could be the best team by the end of the year, maybe. But like, right. they're not like the team That's to fine. right now. I would have. That's the, fine. If I was doing like a power rankings right now, yep. I would have the Bucks first, and I would say they have the best odds to win. But right. I'm not locking that. I'm not locking that in at all. I don't think they're going to lose to the Saints twice, but it wouldn't shock me if they lost one game to the Saints this year. You know, <sighs> any anything could happen in football. It's just tough for me. <sighs> I mean, I think the other common t- teams to put up there would be the Chiefs. It's tough to put the Saints there, like with Jameis as the quarterback, even though they looked great week one. But, like, we'll see next week. I don't know. We'll see if that was a fluky outing. For yo, yo, like you're hating on Jameis right now. I can't even handle this shit. Let me tell you something. The Saints are a better team with Jameis than they were last year with Drew Brees. Jameis should have been playing last year. Possible. Here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. This is what happened to the New York football giants. We held on to Eli Manning too long. This is the same shit that's going to happen with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, they might have won that game week one. Barely. Josh Allen and the fucking Bills had the yippies again. Here's the thing. Pittsburgh, all these teams that are holding on to too long, it comes to an end so quick. And I'll tell you right now, no one's going to admit when it comes to an end when they lose four, five, maybe six games this year. But they almost lost week one to the Dallas fucking Cowboys who had the most worst NFL defense in history last year. I'm just saying, high (laughs) test, you watch. Okay, first off, there were some. It sounds like a hot take, but like it seems like pretty fucking normal to me. No, dude, it's not even that hot of a take. You're basically saying, like, Brady's old, it's going to happen. Everyone's been saying that for, like, eight fucking years. Yeah, that's fine. Keep trolling. Keep doing your shit. You you barely beat the Cowboys, bro. Stop, stop, When I watch Drew Brees, Eli Manning, and when I currently watch Big Ben, I'm like, woof. I don't know how much they're helping their team out there. For last year's Drew Brees, the end of the year, end of the career, Eli Manning, and right now, Big, Big Ben, and last year's Big Ben, too. Tom Brady does not look old when he's moving around out there maybe it's because his o-line's protecting him great and he has a lot of time to go in the pocket you can give other reasons fine but like you don't watch tom brady no one does and you're not going to honestly tell me this and be like ah he's getting too old he can't do it like he looks he looks fucking incredible out there like yeah it's week one he hasn't been hit at all yet this season it could change by the end of the season i'm not going to project that big ben i fully agree with you with every time i watch anytime like you know I watch what, Red Zone on right, this is the step this is the type of shit that i can't Zone, fucking like, oh, nah, man, nah this is the dude. type of shit i can't handle when it comes to my even you and you're my friend like that is the type of shit i can't handle no, dude, he is not looking great out there. Like, okay, he's throwing it to fucking Gronk and all these guys. Bro, he's got... Is he, is he looking bad? Uh, was that not a bad throw? The one that was picked off that he fucking threw overthrow to a fucking two-yard throw? Two-yard throw, think, fucking there overthrow. Was, there were, he had three interceptions in the game, right? Or was it two? Two. <laughs> one was a heave with two seconds left. because I'm not even saying that. Yeah, that's fine. That's other, fine. All good. Threw Leonard Fournette's hands, literally threw his hands. He missed the fucking ball. All right, bad. That was a you, bad you throw. No, you, 
sake. That was a bad Dude, throw. You want me to pull it up and share my screen right now? Yeah, let's see that, actually. Yeah, throw? I do want that on the pod, actually. Let's bring that up <laughs> onto the pod. Please do, because that was a bad fucking throw. Let me get through some more of the, the scores before I get out of here. So I touched on that Pittsburgh-Buffalo uh, one. I was wrong about that. I was 10-16 on the week. I did pick Tampa in the Thursday night game, even though they barely won it. Uh, Pittsburgh outscored the Bills 17-6 in the fourth quarter and went on a 20-run run, blocked a punt for a touchdown, all defense special teams. Big Ben was terrible. I'm pissed I traded you for Chase Claypool. Dwayne Haskins got to get in the fucking game, dude. Big Ben is garbage. He's gone. Steelers, wow, great win, bro. Awesome. You're about to get fucking clipped by Derek Carr and the Raiders this week. Jets played Carolina, which I didn't really bring up as much on the pod that I wanted, which was you had Zach Wilson going up against... Sam Darnold, former team of Sam Darnold. Uh, obviously, all the storylines that kind of were brought into that. I saw it was literally the first game that we've ever seen where, let me get the actual stat so I don't botch it here. It was like a did you know where here it is. Yep. It, when Zach Wilson and Sam Darnold make their start against each other in week one, it'll be the first time a top three QB drafted Wilson, second overall, has ever started his first NFL game against a top three drafted QB selected by the same franchise, Darnold, number three overall. I guess it was three years prior. Darnold ended up winning the game 19-14. Feel bad for Barry because Zach Wilson looks pretty good. Corey Davis looking great. You got nothing else, bro. Like, I saw Becton goes down. I mean, your defense is not great. The Jets, they're going to be... Probably a two, three, four, maybe five year rebuild. We're talking here. Zach Wilson might be the guy, but like we're gonna have to find out two, three, four, five years from now, similar to what we're seeing with Daniel Jones. I'm starting to worry that we're finding out that he's not the guy. Here's something I was wrong about. I cannot believe I didn't fucking pick this game, bro, because you know I've been on Urban Meyer's ass. I've been hearing Urban Meyer already getting talked about being left outside to, to fucking dry and head to USC. Go for it, pal. He ain't an NFL coach. Trevor Lawrence, three INTs, right on the money there, dog. Fucking, I think he, what was he, like 33 of 58 or some bullshit? He did terrible. Tyrod Taylor and the Houston Texans, 37-21. Gotta love it. Because I came here and said that the Texans were going to be the worst team in the NFL downright, no doubt about it, because heading into last year, it's pretty clear to me that that was going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, I'll tell you one thing. The Houston Texans look miles ahead of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars still might be the worst team in the NFL. Fuck you, Urban Meyer. You're trash. Arizona, the surprise of the week for me. 38-13. Kyler Murray became the first Cardinals quarterback to throw for four touchdown passes and rush for one, plus 300-something throwing yards and no interceptions. Wait, I think he had one. Anyways, here's the problem. The Tennessee Titans, everyone talks about them being, oh, this perennial contender. Dude, their defense is trash. Julio Jones didn't look good. Derrick Henry, I don't know what happened to him in that game because he just wasn't existent at all. And Ryan Tannehill, let's just be real. Ryan Tannehill got got paid on one good season. Literally one good season. And to me, everything else that Tennessee was doing was a lot of their other team, A.J. Brown, running game with Derrick Henry. Defense was a little bit better. I'll tell you, Tennessee, I'm, I might have been uh, I might have been right on them because I had the Colts uh, taking that division with Tennessee, everyone really high on them after getting Julio Jones. And I didn't pick Tennessee in this game because I've not been high on the Arizona Cardinals, but they absolutely shellacked them. Chandler Jones had five sacks through three quarters, 
two forced fumbles, and four tackles for loss in that game. That's pretty tough. The Chargers took care of the Washington football team 20-16, to so I was certainly right about them Chargers football team. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow night, and I really don't want to know. I was wrong about the Eagles a little bit, huh, Rich? But I guess they played the Falcons, so I should pump my brakes a little bit. I'm not going to overact a little bit too much, but I think the Eagles are going to be trash. Jalen Hurts looked okay, I guess, but it was the Falcons. Like, some of these clips on the Falcons, like, I don't know what the- Matt Ryan's another one of those guys I'm throwing into that category with Big Ben and all these guys that are just fucking washed, dude. Matt Ryan is washed. Get out of here. Arthur Smith, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. The fact you took Kyle Pitts with number four overall when you have yeah. Matt Ryan and all these quarterbacks now sitting to wait, Justin Fields included, it's fucking atrocious to me. I'm literally yeah. sick to my stomach. Um, Yeah, I know you got your, this play up. I want to get through some of these other games. Uh, <laughs> Seattle 28-16, Indy, that was no surprise there. I picked that game. Seattle, Tyler Lockett, fuck Duke, man. Tyler Lockett, bro, that shit is fuck. I fucking hate that shit, bro, because he... It's just yeah, every time, yo, literally every time with Dukes. I literally fucking hate, the, I just, I hate the Seahawks, but damn, they're good. Here's something I got to tell you, because the Ram looks good on Sunday Night Football, even though it was against the Bears. I was right on the money. NFC West is 4-0, got to be the best division in football, right? AFC West is also 4-0. Shout out Shoes Broncos and that entire Division One as well. Shout out to the West Coast. Cincinnati beat Minnesota, which I thought was the upset of the week. 27-24, Joe Burrow in overtime, coming off of his surgery. Jamar Chase, 100 yards in a tutty, couldn't catch a ball because of the stripes, too big, all this bullshit in the media. Had a great game. Bengals win the game. Minnesota, dude, can I throw Kirk Cousins into that category as well? Because, like, I don't know what the fuck is good. Kirk Cousins just way overpaid, bro. One of those guys that was overpaid. Something. Uh, San Fran, now here, they won the game 41-33, lost Mostert in this game for the season. Um, Detroit, you know, I was all over them with Dan Campbell, not knowing what they are going to do, and they looked terrible in the first half. But I give that dude a lot of credit for the way his team played in the second half. To me, that was a lot of heart. That was an incredible game at the end to watch. They were down by, literally, they were down 38-10, and then they were down... 41 to 33. Obviously, they lost the game that, but they had a chance to win the game. They had another onside kick opportunity. I mean, this dude was all the way up biting kneecaps in the second half, was Dan Campbell and his squad. Um, you got to give them credit. I think Detroit knocks off Green Bay this week. That's my upset of the week. Uh, Cleveland, Monday Night Football. Cleveland lost to Kansas City, but there's a lot of good things I take from this game besides the fact that I've been on the money with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, whenever they want to put the game in his hands, whenever they want to say, oh, Baker, come on, man, win this the game, bro, that motherfucker, every single time, bro, every single time he botches it. And I like Baker, but he's one of those guys where it's like, is 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 Baker Mayfield in the Daniel Jones category? No, because he's not turning over the football. Like, I mean, this is the thing where I look at Baker Mayfield, I'm like, bro, if Bake, if Daniel Jones could just do what fucking Baker Mayfield was doing, I'd be I'd be ecstatic. Like you don't have to move. Don't leave the pocket. Fucking throw it out of bounds. Fucking hand it off to your running back. Like do some of that shit because that's what Baker have. Mayfield does. And when he gets called to action, bro, he folds real quick. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I'm I'm kind of high on Baker, but like not not that I think he's one of the elite quarterbacks or anything like that. But he is far above Daniel Jones to me. I mean, a lot of football, like any other sport, is about situation. Like some of the guys that were drafted to like the Spurs, are they who they are if they were drafted to another organization? Like maybe not, but like 
it's a lot of that with quarterbacks too. Baker Mayfield's in a way better situation with their offense and the Browns defense than the Giants are right now. But I also think he's a million times better decision maker than Daniel Jones. Fair. Uh, 150 bucks. Miami took care of New England, 17 to 16. Uh, took 50 bucks off a dude at work. That was very Mac, close Mac to me Jones, losing Mac 50 Jones bucks. Mac, Mac Jones, Jones nah, bro. He's better than Tua. I don't. I'm not going that far yet. I'm not going that far. Oh, yet. I will. I will say confidently that Mac. It's tough because the Dolphins have some good pieces. They're getting Will Fuller back, but I think Mac Jones will be viewed as better than Tua by the end of the year. Maybe their numbers are pretty close. Maybe his are even a little worse, but I think he's. I think he's better. Uh, 27-13 was the final. Giants lose. Green Bay got slacks, bro. 15-28, two interceptions for Rodgers. I saw bro. this man would have had a better QBR if he threw all of his balls in the dirt. That's an actual stat. He would have had a better QBR if he – I swear to God, that's an actual stat. Yeah. And I came on this podcast and told Chu to his face that that shit was going to happen, and he laughed at me. He straight up told me I was sick in the head for thinking that. And you want to know what happened? Jameis Winston, baby, came through huge – and started eating dubs right on your face, Rodgers. Here's yeah. the thing. Rodgers so, is a sellout. He don't even want to be there. He's half retired. This dude's but, pulling a fucking James Harden. And I'm going to tell you right now, if he's pulling a James Harden, he gets traded fucking where? Break, yeah, give him so. the Giants. Yeah, give him, a, give him the Giants. Yeah, we want him. Now, fuck that. I wouldn't take him in a heartbeat. Fuck I Aaron Rodgers. I think dude's a prick. genuinely... It does kind of look like that after that game. Oh, 100%. Like I was He's going to James Harden. It literally looked like he yep. was trying or he did not want to be there. Nope. But he had the option to not report to camp. And he's like, no, I'll do this last year. Then they're going to get rid of him. So, like, I think he's – I don't think it's going to look like that. Oh, I don't you think, think he just got fucked that bad? I think I think they come out and smash the Lions this week. I don't think he was ready. I don't think he was totally there. But I don't think he's going to – like, he's still a, one of the best quarterbacks you've ever seen. He's not going to come out this whole year and look like that. Ah, uh, this is what I like to see. All right. All right, we're doing this right now. It's Set. Rams. No, hold on, hold on. It's Rams 34-14. You know how I feel. Get uh, Justin Fields in the game. Andy Dalton, I, I just don't understand that. And, and Matt Nagy was asked about it, and his response is just stupid. I'm hearing reports that it won't be till week four. That makes no sense to me. And then Baltimore was upset by Las Vegas. I guess that was an upset. In overtime, Monday Night Football classic overtime. And I was right in the money with that. I, I mean, I picked the game. Lamar... Fumbled it twice. Uh, I think the Ravens are in trouble, dude, for real. Because we have, I got the Browns, right? You got the Steelers winning. I think the Ravens are in trouble, for real. That's that's gonna be tough. They're they're the only team that didn't win, uh, besides the Browns. And you got the Bengals with a win already. Uh, I think the Ravens are gonna be in some trouble, dude. I've, I'm worried about Lamar too. I think he's gonna get hurt. I, I'm being dead ass. Like that dude, he just looks reckless out there. Um. All right, I'll get a few game picks uh, from you before you go, but let's just run this. Play it up. Let's go. I want to see this shit. Uh, this is the interception. I have it in, like, super slow mode yeah, good. to watch right now. Yeah, good. This is perfect. This is how I want to end the pod anyways. This Brady and, going this right and there. games picks. Yep. Now we got, all right. Yeah, hold on. Right here. Yep. Right here. There's Leonard Fournette. Yeah, keep it going. So I'm making it a little bit bigger here. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't be pausing it because it makes it look okay. like it's a b- better pass than hold it on. is. Hold Where's on. this? Where's this? No no one where's that him. ball right here yeah where's Leonard that right here no yep. one around it yeah still going no one oh around. <laughs> oh hold on a second okay yeah oh wait yeah yeah so let me just yeah yeah take that all the way back let me start let me start with my yeah take that all the way back to the top let me start with my analysis from this hold on a second yeah okay yeah this is great 
Yeah, okay, start it. Start it. Go ahead. Yep. Yep, pause it there. Pause it there. Now pause it. Now listen to me. You get you're perfect on this. No one around him. Not a single dude covering this. All the blocks set up. Perfect in the world to be able to catch this ball right here on the numbers and run for about 30 yards. Where's this ball at, Rich? Play it. Play it. Play it. That's high. That's high. Dude, come on, Zach. That's come a on. terrible pass. That is Zach, a terrible pass. Stop Stop being a Tom Brady hater for a second. I can acknowledge, yes, it's supposed to be in the chest. Bro. Also, if he throws this lower, the reason he's jumping a little bit is because he's concerned one of the people running it. Keep playing it. Keep up. playing it. So how, I want to see how this gets line. picked. Yeah, go ahead. Entirely misses the ball. Bro. Backs it like five yards Bro. away, and then they lose the he ball. He entirely misses the ball because it was two yards off target. He threw it sex, up sex, here. Sex, sex, sex. Bro. If I threw, if I tossed you a ball right now towards your head, could you catch it? Yes, but here's the thing. Come on, come on. You that's know who's that's a bad pass. That's a bad pass, Rich. I don't want to fucking do that. I'm glad you brought that up. a better pass? Yes, that's not a bad pass. That's a bad pass, Rich. If that's a bad pass, then 99% of passes quarterbacks throw are bad passes. Like, yep. All you have to do is From have Brady, yes. a little I'll, bit I'll agree with that. Uh, like, come on. Come on. That's not a bad pass. That's a bad he pass. It's a bad pass, Rich. No, Zach. Yeah, on. it's a bad pass. Um. All right, so we, there was... uh. There was uh, 15 QBs that made their debuts uh, in week one with either new teams or obviously rookies. I saw nine underdogs won outright in week one. You could have put a $10 parlay on it and won $35,500. Uh, not bad. Cardinals, Texans, Chargers, Steelers, Bengals, Eagles, Saints, Dolphins, Raiders. I mean, it was it was a wild first week. Saw Josh Gordon's awaiting final approval to be reinstated by the NFL. Hopefully he can yeah. stay on the, off the weed. Um... Over-under on him staying on a football team for more than three weeks. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over on this. I've said this before. It, he's gotten jammed up less than a week. Like, I've said this before. He'll get right. This time, he's going to get right. I'm telling you right now. After seeing the Darren Waller and, and uh, you know, Darren Waller is an unreal story, bro. That dude was literally, like, yeah. fucking screw. I did not know that. I did not know that. He was also drafted to the Ravens. The bro, he was drafted to the Ravens. I did not know that. I did not know that. That dude that it plays on his team, Max Crosby, who had an unreal chase down to Lamar Jackson, by the way, he literally is also a guy who come from the from the slumps, wasn't even able to play even close to football because he wasn't sober and he's been sober for a few years. So I think Josh Gordon gets right. Um, looking forward to seeing which team he can make it on. We'll see if he I does. I will say, I didn't realize, I was just looking at his football reference, I didn't realize how many games he actually played in 2018 and 2019. Like, he made he made it the majority of the, where is it, games? Bro, I have a wild stat on Josh Gordon. Okay, not the majority. He made it 12 in 2018, 7, uh, yeah, let me 11 me. games in 2019. Yeah, well, let me, we'll see. I, I, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, same, dude. Josh Gordon, come on, bro, like. That's another thing. Dude can't play in the league because he's smoking a little weed. Like, chill. Like, that's that's wild to me. Yeah, it's stupid. Here it is. Bro, Josh Gordon holds the NFL record for the most receiving yards in a four-game span with 774 yards. 774 yards. His QBs were Jason Campbell and Brandon. out there real quick. Um, when was that? He played for Russell Wilson, for sure, at some point. Yeah, but he played for the Browns, bro. He was drafted. I, I, I didn't hear the years on the stat you just said. I wasn't he drafted. Sure. He was drafted to the Browns. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. He played with Brandon Whedon and fucking some other scrub. 
Um, all right, yeah. So, you think the Giants are football team this Thursday night? If you had to put money on, if you had to put money on it. No, Fitzpatrick. Where's Where's the game? At football team. Yeah, probably going football team. I don't feel confident about that though. Like that's a, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants win that at all. All right, I'll let you take that one. Uh, uh, I'll say this: I have Giants D in one of my fantasy leagues, and I'm not changing it. They're going against Taylor Heineke. I still think the Giants D is decent. So like, I, yeah, I don't Giants think D's they're good. like, I don't think they like don't have a chance or something. Not ideal in week one, but yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Um, I got a couple more here. All right, so Dallas at the Chargers is in the 429 window, 425 yeah, window. How you feeling about that? I don't know. That's a tough. I'm looking at the spread right now. That's uh. I got the Chargers in that. I'll go the Cowboys, but I don't feel good about saying that. I don't. I, I. That's a good one. I wish I had more of a take. I'm excited to watch that game, dude. The 425 slot is. Uh, or the four o'clock slot is Falcons Bucks, which is the least exciting. But Vikings Cardinals Titans Seahawks Cowboys Chargers. Those are some good games. Four yeah, games at the four o'clock slot. Yeah, here's the thing: Seattle win that game easy. Tampa win that game easy. And I Tampa see the will char- win easy, I see the Chargers winning that game pretty easy. That Sunday night football game though, Kansas City at Baltimore. That'll be an interesting game considering Baltimore coming Hopefully. off a loss, long loss. Um. But I think Kansas City will win that game, bro. I think Baltimore will be 0-2. I think Green Bay will be 0-2. I got Detroit going into Green Bay on Monday Night Football and winning the football game. I don't. What's the spread on that? What's the spread on that? Um, one second. Pulling up all of them. On which game? Detroit? Yeah. Detroit at Green Bay, Monday Night Football. Let me hear about that. Who you got? Who you got in Buffalo at Miami in the one o'clock slot? Uh, Buffalo for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you wanted? I'm sorry. What did you want again? I have them all up now. Detroit at Green Detroit. Bay. Green Bay is favored by between like ten to eleven, depending on the. Yeah, give me the points. I got Detroit winning the game outright. Uh, Las Vegas at Pittsburgh. What's the line on that game? I heard, I've been following this girl on Twitter who's apparently a bets gambler. She told me this was a trap game. They got the Pittsburgh by five and a half. Yeah, I think Vegas wins that on the road. Rams at Indianapolis. I think Rams are the best team in the NFC West, and I think... They only got the Rams by like three and a half in that game. I'm surprised it's not more. That's a wild division, bro. That NFC West is going to be wild. You might have four teams make the playoffs in that bitch. Because yeah. San Fran's playing the Eagles this week. I don't see the Eagles winning that. Can New England lose at the Jets? You think the Jets can get New England at home? I wouldn't be shocked, but I'm, I'm picking the Pats in that game, I think. I think the Dolphins are a far better team, and the Pats almost won that. The Pats won that game if it wasn't for a fumble from Damian Harrison on like one of the last drives. So wow. uh, I would pick the Pats over the Jets. I don't, again, like all these teams, I think the, if, if we're ranking them, it's Denver, probably wow. Bills, Dolphins, Pats, Jets to me, but I don't think the Dolphins, Pats and Jets are that far apart. We'll see. Maybe the Jets are a little bit lower than the other two. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Denver at Jacksonville. Well, that's dope. Chewy's going to be 2-0 and off the jump. But I did get <laughs> Chewy in fantasy. Fuck you, Chew. I lost by .5 points to my buddy Joe Kelly on that Lamar Jackson last fumble of the game. I was up for like 10 to 15 minutes of the game with him having no one going, and I was like, word, I won. And then it went into overtime. was like, oh, I'll probably get a few more points. Got zero points and a fucking fumble and lost the game by .5. Unreal. Yeah. One of the worst beats I've ever had in fantasy. Unreal. Yeah, you're garbage, bro. <laughs> I can't believe... Dude, I can't believe ESPN canceled Highly Questionable. I'm pumped for Max, but, like, that's tough. Yeah, I, I don't love that either. That was, like, one of my, like, top shows. That's so dumb. I saw Joy Taylor's getting her own show. That's pretty dope. Joy Taylor, yeah, I saw that. <sighs> pretty crazy how um i think one of the craziest things is some of the guys who weren't even active maybe it changes now that most are hurt but i think it's absurd not absurd just like shocking that trey sermon was a fourth string running back after um elijah mitchell hasty and Mostert. so now he'll be third string when everyone thought he was second if not going to be first i thought it was wild that Zach Moss apparently isn't even the backup to Singletary right now. Drafted him in one of my leagues. Did a bu- in a bunch of those DraftKings drafts I have him. He's literally not even the second string running back right now. And a lot of people thought he was going to beat out Singletary this year for first. So, like, kind of crazy. Just all, like, the things we think going into it. And then week one happens and teams are like, nope, he's not a thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. I think I have funny. Zach Moss in, that, that uh, in my league. Trey, too. Funny Fuck. that Trey Lance got the first touchdown for the 49ers of the year when Jimmy Garoppolo let him down the field and then they just gave it to Trey. Yeah, that was... I was like, damn, that's wild. Yeah, Jimmy G was balling, too. That was tough. That was pretty tough to see. Did Justin Fields get a touchdown? I think he did, too. I think Fields had a touchdown as well. Yeah, Devontae Smith had one. Yeah, a lot of the rookies are popping. No, I'm just saying, like, Fields and Lance, a lot of people didn't even expect to be in. Well, maybe Lance a little bit more, but didn't expect to have much of a role in week one. I think Fields had a touchdown. I know Lance did. Yeah, Lance did. He was like, I don't even know. He had four attempts or something and a touchdown. Uh, you been watching any of the college football? No. Zero. Zero. I won't either. And it's right. not. I just Hold like on. I don't. So, I don't personally care. That's fine. But let me just tell you because I don't really normally watch it either. But I do want to tell you this because I've been pitching this to you, and I think this is closer than ever, bro. I think college football is so close to being just as close to the NFL as it can get without being called the NFL. And to be to be quite Not frank, no, 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 that's thing. fine, that's fine. But I think the parity is there. Where before I couldn't watch the sport because you literally had the same teams winning every week. And here's the thing that I was bitching about, which I saw last week too, that I'm not too happy about. Like I saw Georgia playing UAB. And I saw Alabama playing Mercer and some other team, top team playing, and the, the final score was like 76 to 0. Like, bro, we don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch Alabama play a team and win 60 to 14. What I do want to watch is maybe Alabama play a team and they win 48 45 in overtime or maybe lose the game. That's what I want to see. And I think they need to set up more games to be played. In that category where you're playing maybe more across conference, maybe got mega conferences, better teams playing better teams. And here's the thing that I love about this. That's happening. More upsets are happening. 
And I don't think it's a coincidence name image likeness is happening and all this other stuff with the conference shifting is happening. I'll tell you, they got to just make this a one big splash, 60 teams that are in there, whatever it is, SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12, Big 12, whatever. Bring them all there, let them play a schedule, and we'll see who's the best. The only thing I'm pissed about is Coastal wouldn't be invited to that party, but they damn well should be. Because they're 15th, I think, in the country right now. Maybe even better because they were 17th last week. And they went out and won another football game against Kansas by a route 28. And I'll tell you right now, they didn't have a football team until 2003 did Coastal Carolina. And they're already a top 15 in the country. Man, you got to get your ass into the Big 12, bro. UCF, all these teams sending invites to the Big 12. Coastal's got to step it up, dog. College football is close to being revived where at least maybe you won't have an Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson champion. And to me, that's a good thing, bro. Oregon, yeah. first winner versus a top five team on the road since 1990. They upset Ohio State this past week. Arkansas, knocking the brakes off of Texas. They ready for the SEC? Steve Sarkeesian, he's a fucking guy that, that's going to revive Texas. Bro, all this shit that I'm seeing, especially even with the USC coach getting fired yesterday. Like, who cares, bro? USC, USC ain't going to do nothing this year because they ain't able to set up to do anything the college football platform needs to be changed and if they do it it will succeed and i think they're trying i think they're trying bro they're gonna try for me i think to do that yeah for me personally it's more so like i think it is whack the only way i would would ever get into college football potentially and i don't even know if this would work is if it was at like the time of the year when basketball and football isn't going like for me personally i like football but I don't feel that I need to watch football on that bad on like Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Like I watch football on Monday, Thursday, and Sunday, and then in a few weeks the NBA is going to start and it'll be on every other night. So like no part of me is like on the nights I'm not watching the NFL. Like oh my god, I need to go watch Notre Dame versus Oregon tonight. I'm just kind of like nah, I don't. I just don't really care. And they're and they're just. It's not even to knock them. They're just. Same with college basketball, which I like a little bit more, like substantially a level down from some of the professional talent. So it's if it's on at the same time as a professional league, I'm just going to watch the professional league. Yeah. Um, no, I'm definitely watching the professional league over college for sure. But no, that's no, I where... know. I'm just saying like for me personally, I just don't – I enjoy football, but not so much that on the days I'm not watching NFL, I want to go watch a slightly lesser league. I'm just kind of like, no, nah, I'll see football again in two nights when it's on. Yeah, fair. Um, all right, a couple funnies, then I'll let you go. Do you see Kevin Hart is producing a Bishop Sycamore documentary? We talked about that. I did not see that, but that's pretty funny. Yeah, we said someone would. We're definitely going to have to check that out. A um, couple things I need to update you on in the SEC. I saw there was a SEC sex scandal, an old Miss softball coach is in hot water for secretly hooking up with one of her players. Pretty, pretty cool story, right? But also, hold on a second. I saw that the SEC fined Arkansas $100,000 for rushing the field after its 40-21 upset versus Texas on Saturday. Now, here's the thing. Arkansas cracked into the top 25 for the first time, I think, since Darren McFadden. And here's the thing. What is the problem with rushing the field if you're packing the stadiums? And I saw a bunch of other places rush the stadiums. So did those places get fined? Bro, this is the type of shit I just... 
I just can't even handle it, bro. The second you leave this box and the second I turn off this mic, I'm going to just go right onto my P5 and start chilling for the rest of the day because I'm having a bad day and just keep thinking about how fucked up everything is. I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, the biggest issue is no one knows the exact answer and everyone views things a different way. So everyone's trying to do something that they feel makes people safe, but that's not the same amongst everyone because no one totally knows. So it is just mixed communications. But yeah, yeah, that's it's, it's all just an effort of everyone thinking they're doing the right thing. Just yeah, everyone that's thinks different things. That was actually one of your better takes, bro. <laughs> Here's a good take for you. I saw a garbage truck crash into a building in Michigan revealing an illegal grow. Did you see this? No. Corner reports a garbage truck crashed into a building in Michigan revealing an illegal grow operation. The garbage truck unsuccessfully tried to avoid a vehicle that ran into a red light, hitting both the car and the building. Part of the wall knocked down, and the crash revealed at least 60 marijuana plants being grown illegally. Two tenants. 60 or 16? 60. Wow. <laughs> Two tenants are renting the space, and the police are said to be investigating. Now, here's the thing. How the fuck are you hiding that many plants no in, in a garbage truck? And two, if you're driving oh, a, garbage... a garbage truck, yeah, bro. the house. No, no. He hit the house and he revealed it in the house. It wasn't in the garbage. Okay. <laughs> See, this is why I need to bring you on the pod, dude. Because I thought this dude was hiding marijuana in the garbage truck and then crashed it into a building. That's and I'm like, yo. Tenants were, that's why they said two tenants were renting the property because they're the people growing the shit. And then uh, he hit the house, knocked down a wall, and the shit was in the house. All right. But all even right. still, that's a lot of plants for an area you're renting out in a community area. Yeah, Six smart. plants, that's insane. Smart. Um, <laughs> in the garbage truck. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. I kind of botched that. Uh, <laughs> I also saw. Wait, so is Pop Smoke is no longer with us? Is that a fact? Yeah, he died a while ago, like a year plus. Yeah, I think I saw that. <laughs> okay, yeah, he was he was killed like in his house. He yeah, posted um something on Instagram that like had his address on something in the back. Like, not to say it was his fault, but, like, people found his address. And, yeah, someone tried to rob him ended up killing him. Yeah. Okay, well, I also saw that his gravesite was reportedly vandalized. Like, bro, no, okay, like, here's up. the thing. Like, if you're going to go and rob a dude and kill a dude, like, that's bad enough. But, like, you're going to then go fucking vandalize the dude's gravesite or anybody's going to go vandalize the dude's gravesite? Bro, like, that's... That... That's gotta be, saying, you gotta be, saying, you gotta be, I think that is, you that's have to be getting a, a hefty fine. Um, I would imagine like, it's not at all the same people. It's just some like idiots who knew it would get on the news and they'd be like, Oh look, that was us. Yeah. I, 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 that would be my guess. I don't know. I'm just starting to think that literally the fake shit is becoming so acceptable that if you start keeping it real, like people are offended by it. Literally. That's just the way I feel about it. It's, and it's the uh, dangerous social media. Everyone does stuff for likes and stuff, but that's not how people even like act in real life. Yeah, well, I guess none of yeah nobody would do any of that stuff in real life. That's part of the problem. Like, I think you should just do the stuff you're doing in real life, and that'd be a little more cool. All right, brother. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll catch you on the sticks later. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll definitely be on. Got some. Post these. My last meeting of the day ends at four, so I'll be chilling after that. Easy, earliest since yeah dude yeah bro this is the thing that's bullshit though the sec uh both top spots earliest since 1987 to have that 
only two weeks through the college football season. That's the thing. Like, it's just fucking. I should. That's what I do hate about college football. They got to fix that. I got to start posting yeah. this out. Just watch the pros, and then it's all good. Just watch the pros, then it's all good. Unless it's Tom Brady, because then it's not good. See ya, bud. Later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rich, my guy. That's funny. Well, I'll save you on the Sports Center update because I really don't have it. I mean, get some updates. I kind of gave some of the picks on the way in the, with Rich, so you'll probably get the picks there. But I'll give you a rundown. I'll take the Giants. This is tough. I think the, I think the Pats will beat the Jets, though. I'll take the Broncos. I'll take the Bills. Need a bounce back win. San Fran. I'll take LA. I like Vegas. I like Cincy to beat Chicago. If Andy Dalton's QB in, which looks like he will be. Cleveland bounces back with a win over Houston. I think New Orleans, Carolina will be a really good game. I got New Orleans taking that. Arizona over Minnesota. I'll take Tampa Bay, Seattle, and the Chargers. In big ones, and I'll take Kansas City and Green Bay on Monday night football. Getting upset by the Detroit Lions. My upset of the week. Really not high in Aaron Rodgers right now at all. Mention John Wall, Josh Gordon reinstatement, Aaron Gordon extension. Brewers home run king Ryan Braun announces his retirement. Talked about Bills fans being required. To get vaccinated to attend games, talked about the eight Saints testing positive for COVID. 49ers running back, Raheem Moster, is done for the season. Saw Linder, Francisco Lindor, three home runs, five RBIs. Settle in the spat with the Yankees, who are not playing well right now. I think they won last night, but been losing a lot of games since that 13-game win streak. We'll see if they can make it into the postseason as... Got about two weeks of regular season baseball left. We'll see if the Mets make it, Chew. I'm rooting for you, but I don't think they will. I got 50 on. They won't, and I'm going to stay there. Saw Lions, Jeff Akuda Achilles is out for the season. Rodgers, quote, I played bad, but still has 16 games to go. All right, my guy. We'll see how you do this week. Up against them Lions. That'll be funny. Talked about USC seeking a change in leadership, firing their coach. Helton after just two games. Browns center Treader says the Kansas City coach should face discipline after that wild ejection this past week. Figured that maybe it would be the case, but probably not in the NFL. Maybe in the NBA, but we'll see. Mentioned Will Zalatoris in his rookie of the year, but Patrick Cantlay beat out John Rahm for PGA Tour player of the year, and I think there's a debate to be had there, but I'll save that for next time. Vlad Guerrero Jr. passes Otani, eclipses his dad's 45th home run, eclipsing Otani with 45 home runs. Also saw the MLB to allow more people to wear Clemente's number 21. Maybe they're changing a little of their ways. Maybe not. That's the update. That's the pod for today. Getting through some of the sports, catching up on the sports, talking with Rich. Good time coming back. 
getting through some of those topics. Been enjoying the sports talk, enjoying the sports. Looking forward to these next few months, hopefully trying to get back here, potting a little more. If not, I'll be back here as soon as I can, catching up on the sports world. Till then, that's all I had for the airwaves today. I appreciate all listening as always, and as always, still have no shame what I had to say. It's the man with a nickname. Till next time, everybody, peace and love. Stay safe out there. You're listening to Seggy Station.